Now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for the Fashion Rewired Podcast with Brian Hill. During the Fashion Rewired Podcast, we chat with successful fashion designers and business entrepreneurs who share their powerful stories of success while providing real-time industry tips, tools, and actionable strategies to execute today with the goal of designing our listeners' brands for success. Now, here's your host, Brian Hill. Welcome to Fashion Rewired, the podcast. My name is Brian Hill. I'm the self-taught designer and also executive director of Phoenix Fashion Week. And why rewire? We always talk about that. So I believe every successful fashion designer or entrepreneur at one time or another made the very smart and necessary decision to rewire their brain, their attitude, their actions to get them to the current level of amplified success. We talk with those different entrepreneurs every week at Fashion Rewired. And my next guest, I mean, his, his goes without saying how amazing he is and how important he is to me. Dave Pratt, the mayor. Dave Pratt is a member of the Broadcasters Hall of Fame and the owner of Star Worldwide Networks, where I'm hosted, one of the fastest growing internet radio and TV networks in the nation. Dave is also the daily host of Dave Pratt Live on TV for the CW Network, weekdays at 1 p.m. and Sunday nights primetime at 7 p.m. on CW6. He does not want me to tell you how great he is because his accolades are pages and pages. <laughs> but um, for me, he's already become a personal friend because he believed in the Fashion Rewired podcast. But more importantly, he understood our business model of, of educating fashion designers in the business of fashion. And he's also in the broadcast world. And he understands the importance of teaching young broadcasters the business of broadcasting. So we had amazing talks and conversations about that. But fill in the blanks on some more things that we don't know about you, Dave. Well, thanks for having me. And I might be the mayor, but you're the main man with the Fashion Rewired plan. You are Brian Hill, and welcome to Star Worldwide Networks. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun here. And I love uh, how you open there with, you know, rewiring. And I think that that's important for all of us to learn in our lives, whether it's in, uh, you know, professional uh, atmospheres in our careers or just in our, our personal lives that uh, never be afraid to grow and never be afraid to rewire. For sure. When you talked about the latest rewire for you, which is to launch uh, worldwide, Star Worldwide, um, something happened a little bit before that, right? Uh-huh. I want you to just share with the listeners uh, your rewire when it came to regular radios, you've known it for many years to what we now call internet radio. Yeah, and I really just uh, enjoyed this discussion with you before, and thanks for bringing it to your show so that we can share it with others. So I'm a traditional media guy. It's all I ever wanted to do, Brian, was to, to host a morning show on traditional radio, and I loved it, and it blessed me. For years, for 30-some years, I was a morning guy in radio, did television, and I lived my dream. But then technology changed, and the world changed, and that's when I decided to rewire Instead of looking in the mirror and telling myself that I'm still pretty and relevant doing old media, I look to the future. Instead of looking in the rearview mirror, I wanted to look out the front window and go, hey, there's a whole world out there. It's never too late to learn. And I humbled myself, and I learned about new media. And not only did we learn about new media, but we decided to roll our family dice into the new media world and invest everything we possibly have full speed, full tilt, into Star Worldwide Networks, and it's been eight years now. Wow. And one story in that story, which is amazing, is when you told your wife that you were going to do this. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure she was shocked, but she trusts you. 
But there was also action steps that happened right after that conversation with your wife. Can you talk about that first step? Yeah. And, you know, I think that really uh, all of us are blessed if we have a good support group around us. I'm lucky to have my family and our staff and my best friends actually run the network. So between, you know, that entire group, they always have my back. And my wife has always been the biggest supporter. She's always believed in me. And for that, I'm blessed. Well, when traditional uh, media started to struggle, at the same time, by the way, as the economy struggled in 2008, all the giant public companies, Brian, like CBS, I worked for CBS, they took a look at revenue, everything follows the money in any business, whether it's fashion or media, and CBS said, look, we're not going to make more revenue here in the near future, the economy's going down, the only way we're going to take care of our shareholders is by cutting expenses. So any personality on CBS, whether it was me or Stern or whoever, uh, with an extra zero on their paycheck, was downsized. Well, with my situation, it was a little bit different because I was the only one in Phoenix, Arizona, with an extra zero on my check. (laughs) And although I was downsized, I was blessed that CBS left me with two years guaranteed on my contract. And sometimes, Brian, I think that time, true time to think about what you want to do and how you want to rewire yourself is more valuable than money. True. So my wife and I go out uh, to host a charity event at the beautiful Mona Lucia in Paradise Valley. I'm in my, you know, tuxedo, looking like I'm serving shrimp cocktail at Durant's, <laughs> and she's in her gorgeous dress. And you've done big formal events. At the end of those events, man, you just want to relax. So my wife and I went to Blockbuster Video at the time up on Chaparral and Hayden, and it's raining like you can't believe, Brian. And my wife's gorgeous in this dress, and I'm in a rental tux. And I said, honey, let's just wait a few minutes to go in. Well, while we were waiting to go into Blockbuster Video for the rain to stop, the lights went out. So I thought, well, I know Andrew. You know, I'll go up there and knock on the glass door, and he'll let me in. I give him tickets to every concert in town. We've been coming to this Blockbuster for 10 years. So I go up there, and I knock on the door. And he goes, Dave, we're closed. And I said, Andrew, it's, it's, it's Dave. Let me in. He goes, Dave, we're closed. I said, Andrew, open the door. And he goes, Dave, you're not getting it. All of Blockbuster (laughs) is closed. And I said, not just this location. He goes, no, all of Blockbuster. Brian, that was my rewired time. For sure. It hit me. It hit me. And I got back into my car, and I looked at my wife, and I said, what are we doing? And she goes, what? And I said, right now, we're considering offers from radio stations in town, television stations in town, morning shows, and we're trying to force-fit ourselves into that old mold Mm -hmm. of traditional media and what Dave Pratt used to be. And I said, honey, when that Blockbuster light went out, that's a sign. Sure. Blockbuster went away because it's old technology. Nobody's watching VCRs anymore. They just aren't. Nobody's buying VHS tapes. And I said, honey, old media is Blockbuster. Let's get ahead, let's roll our own dice, and let's rewire ourselves and move into the future. And that's the night we made the decision to start Star Worldwide Networks. Wow. Amazing story. I, I repeat that story already. Uh-huh. I know it verbatim, and uh, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. So you made that decision, um, action step number one. What was number two? Number two was how we wanted to finance it responsibly and attack it like a business. And that's what I really respect about you, Brian, is that you attack the fashion industry as a business. It's not just a hobby for you. You have a great appreciation for fashion, but you also look at it 
as a business, not only to monetize for yourself, but to monetize for everybody around you, whether it's the models or your sponsors, your followers, your supporters. I've always looked at media as a business. So my wife, as I mentioned, she does have a halo. And I said, honey, here's what I want to do. I said, I want to take that big house that we've earned in Paradise Valley. And Brian, I'll tell you flat out, and I'm not ashamed of it, gorgeous mm-hmm. home, big home, Paradise Valley, that, that we built ourselves and that we earned over the years. I said, I'm suggesting that we sell that home, not take any loans from the banks, not get out over our skis, and we'll use the equity to invest in ourselves and start our own network, and we'll do it as a family. Unbelievable. So we did, and we sized down to a house that, still nice, but it wasn't the, the palace that we were living in, and we used that equity to start our company. So when we started the company, we had a big advantage because we didn't have any albatross around our neck. We had no loan. We had no interest. That makes you very, very dangerous. When you're financially healthy, you can do things that other media companies can't. You can afford to take sponsors for lower prices, hosts for lower prices. You really become a disruptor. That's the way we did it. And from that day, Brian, we've never borrowed a nickel. We've never missed a bill. And, you know, we're small, we're humble, but we're very proud. And we're growing. And when you look at these huge companies like iHeart that just, you know, announced bankruptcy of $20 billion, are they bigger than us? Absolutely. Are they healthier than us? Nope. We made more money than all of iHeart last year. How about that? Unbelievable. (laughs) And you got to sleep, too. And we got to sleep. Yes. Yeah. I I love that because we teach our young designers about you have to move product. You have to sell services or apparel or accessories on a daily basis. That money you make then will grow your company. If you're getting loans, investors, et cetera, before you even know what your brand's even about, you're going to be, like you said, have that neck that around your neck. Yep. And at Phoenix Fashion Week, we have no loans. We have no investors. We do it based on what we serve and what we get back. And that's a lean way of doing it. And we sh- would love to be a lot bigger, but it's, I can sleep every night because we owe no one anything. Oh, you're growing, though, Brian. When you and I first met, and I truly learned your story about ASU and how you started and merchandising and how you kept your business efficient and humble and still made a profit. And what you've done with Phoenix Fashion Week is crazy. (laughs) Thank you. You said you guys are big. I mean, it is the talk of the town. And what's really impressive, it's not just the main event in October. It's all the events leading up to Phoenix uh, Fashion Week. And that that is very, very impressive. So once I learned your story, I was even uh, more fascinated because you and I have a lot in common there. No, no question. I think uh, we, we believe in being efficient. That's true. I think for me, um, I'm very blessed to have an amazing team. It sounds like your team is also super amazing. And this team believed in me and what the vision was, and they knew a lot of hard work was going to happen no matter what. But we all rolled our sleeves up every day. We make mistakes. We get better. We make mistakes. We get better. We don't look, worry so much about the past, like you said. We're always looking forward and trying to be efficient and get better. And I think that's some of my secret of some success. And we're mm-hmm. still growing, obviously. We're not you yet. We're trying to get to you. Oh, no, no. You're bigger than <laughs> us. Come on. You know, I was watching that movie, Ocean's Eleven. And whether you like the movie or not, the lesson to be taken from that movie is that all 11 were specialists. Everyone had a specialty. And that's what I wanted to do with our network. So we have a production specialist who I feel is the best voice in the entire nation. We have a specialist that runs the network. His specialty is managing. Robin, who is your studio director, is a specialist at making sure that hosts are comfortable and that every show is perfect, not only live, but posted and on demand. 
Uh, we have specialists in the IT department, specialists in sales. That's what I wanted to do. I watched Ocean's Eleven, and I said, hey, that's what I want. I don't want any repetition between uh, staff members that you know uh, overlap on responsibilities of each other. I want a group of specialists that are the best in the biz, so we're lucky to have that. I love that. So we teach designers to build a team, and so I'm going to try and adopt that kind of um, title that you just said, build your team on specialists. Super lean, no overlap at all, and grow with that same exact mission uh, as a young fashion entrepreneur. Like, I love that. That's amazing. So you had amazing habits in regular radio. You had to learn some new habits in internet radio. <laughs> Tell me about some of the new habits that you adopted that you still use today. Yeah, the biggest habit is, is being humble. Because a lot of times when people have success in one branch of business, they assume that they're the big cheese in another branch a business, especially in media, I really had to humble myself, Brian, and go, hey, uh, my biggest weapon is that I know what I don't know. And I really had to learn from the younger generation. I had my kids teaching me tricks on social networks and Robin and Ed and Rob and my staff teaching me every day. Sometimes people come into the studios and I'm honest with them during interviews. I tell them I, I don't know how to, you know, post shows. And they're like, you don't? You own the network. No, I, I, I don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not, that's not my specialty, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and, and that's what I'm really proud of. So a couple of items that I'm still using today, the social network techniques on how to grow and use social networks impactfully. I think that's very big in 2018 and beyond. My kids taught me how to do that. Uh, how to do a show for the internet uh, is different than doing a show for traditional radio. So if your show is going to be on demand, you don't want to talk about the basketball or the baseball game last night or how it's raining outside right now, because by the, by the time somebody listens to that show, that's not current anymore. I had to learn that because old habits in radio, think about old school radio, Brian, you're on, and the oldest habit in the world doing mornings was the time check. Hey, good morning, everybody. Dave Pratt at 718. Well, no, it's only 718 once Correct. or maybe twice a day, Correct. but the show's on demand. Right. Uh, getting away from crutches like saying the day. Hey, everybody, it's 718 on a Monday. Well, no, it's not Monday when people listen. So that, that is a big one that I kind of had to relearn. I had to rewire myself. I love it. Um, a great habit is to become humble every day. A lot of our guests have talked about dropping ego, and that's obviously what you're saying there. Learning social media and the networks, putting specialists around you, and then deleting old habits. That collectively is where you are now. Uh, can you tell me about one big accomplishment in the internet radio brand that you built with these new habits? Can you tell me about one big accomplishment that you're like, that one? Yes, yeah, sales. Because agencies and advertisers are used to buying traditional old school media. They often ask, what is your reach, quote unquote? Reach meaning, how many people are you reaching in your broadcast? Internet's completely different in the way that you sell it because you sell total reach over a long period of time. So to me, one of the biggest success uh, stories and achievements of the network is being able to monetize with a form of media that really is unfamiliar to most. Mm -hmm. Most understand it. It's even different than uh, advertising on Facebook or Twitter, some of the social uh, media platforms because it's a broadcast form of media 
but it's on demand. And the way that it's sold is completely different. So to me, that's one of our, our biggest success stories. That's excellent. This has been amazing information so far. And in our next segment, we take our guests into the garment district after we thank our important sponsors. The Phoenix Fashion Week Freelance Program. While building Phoenix Fashion Week into an effective fashion industry resource, we have been asked time and time again to recommend the services of our teammates and associates. So the natural next step has been to organize a system and network of fashion professionals that we could vouch for in the marketplace. The Phoenix Fashion Week Freelance Program is open to anyone needing fashion design, hairstyling, sales representation, photography, graphic design, web design, marketing, social media, styling, makeup artists, accessory design, videography, modeling, PR, event planning, and consulting. For more information, please email freelance at phoenixfashionweek.com. I'm going to take you into a, a cool area. It's called the Garment District. Okay. And we're going to fire off some apparel-related questions. But, oh, jeez. But, but what's great about uh, it is it's, it's parallel to media. It really is. Okay. So we talk about wholesale and retail always in apparel. So I'm either selling to the end user that's going to buy this shirt Yep. And I'm marketing them on social media all the time. Or yep. I'm selling to a store that's going to buy a bunch of these shirts. Wholesale. Yes, wholesale. Yep. Tell me where you are. Are you doing a daily direct-to-consumer or are you wholesale? We do both. So uh, we do a, a, a lot of different levels of business here. One of the levels that the network started on is brokering shows. So a host comes on our network. They pay to be on. They pay us a fee for full services. That's one level. So that would be... Somewhat of a wholesale level, sure. because not only do we get them on the network, but they're providing the platform called the network that we can advertise off. And then the advertisers would be the next level, and that would be the markup level. So once we acquire this big audience, we go to advertisers like Nike or Hershey's or uh, you know Geico, and we sell them the, the upgraded model. Got it, got it. So what is your best approach in wholesale sales to close deals? Probably talking about new media being the future and how a host can help their own brand. Uh, it's much different than just putting a banner on Facebook or sending out an email blast. When you host a show like you're doing right now, people get to learn about you, Brian. You get to be a human. People hear about Phoenix Fashion Week, but what about the man behind it? What about the executive director? They get to know you in a warm way, and they get to have touch points with you. Uh, that makes them very comfortable, and I think that that's a big wholesale sell. I love it. love it. Um, I'm going to take you back to a much younger Dave Pratt, okay. whenever that was. I want you to give that much younger Dave Pratt some advice to reach your level of success faster today. Think bigger. So when I was a kid, my dream was doing morning radio in a big city. I didn't think big enough, Brian. I wasn't thinking syndication. I wasn't thinking the technology was going to change and that I could be bigger than just one city. So if I would have thought bigger, I probably would have been able to take advantage of some of the opportunities that, say, a Howard Stern had, who did think bigger, and he had syndication uh, opportunities presented to him earlier because he was open-minded. So it. I would like to look back and, and realize that technology was going to change. And think big. Absolutely. As, as a younger person. Yep. Love that, love that. So because Fashion Rewired... Can you kind of sum up everything? Why fashion rewire or rewiring your approach is so important? Yeah, well, it's fun. And I think in life, you have to have fun to stay engaged in life. Once you become apathetic and bored with yourself, you're going to bore others. So it's fun to change. It's fun to grow. It's fun to learn. Then there's the financial aspect. 
If you don't grow with technology, life's going to pass you by and your business is going to die. The the most successful businesses, uh, we see change with technology, whether it's automobiles or business or even currency. Look at cryptocurrency now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you can change with technology, not only will life remain fascinating, it'll be fun and financially rewarding. So people should be rewiring all the time, so to speak. How about this question? What are you most excited about in 2018 here at the network? Wow. Uh, continuing to grow verticals. We're getting ready to launch uh, HealthStar Worldwide, which is another vertical on the channel. So we have Star Worldwide, Radio Star Worldwide, Better Horses Worldwide. Our next vertical will be a channel called Hellstar Media. We're very excited for that. And continuing to get the bigger commercial production accounts in the entire nation, whether it's casinos or beverages, beers, automotive, or shoes. Uh, we we want to be more of a global player than just Arizona. Amazing. As always, uh, you can find Dave Pratt at Dave Pratt Live. You can also find us at our studios, Star Worldwide Networks. And also, we're going to build a blueprint about Dave Pratt and his journey. You can take his one, two, three-step action plan, or you can be inspired by his journey. And that's free at the upload at Fashion Rewired. Dave, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. Amazing guest today. Thank you. And again, welcome to Star Worldwide Networks. Right on. Phoenix Fashion Week at Talking Sick Resort, October 18 through 20, 2018. Phoenix Fashion Week is the leading fashion industry event in the Southwest. The organization's mission is to bridge the gap between national and international designers and premier retailers and top fashion media. Phoenix Fashion Week's ultimate goal is to garner global exposure for Arizona's fashion industry through educational fashion seminars, year-round fashion events, and charitable partnerships. Phoenix Fashion Week is gaining rapid acclaim for its community service efforts and for infusing world-class innovation into the Southwest. For more information and tickets, phoenixfashionweek.com. Thank you for joining us for our weekly 30-minute podcast focused on the business of fashion. Fashion Rewired is all about the successful transformation of your mind, perspective, and daily approach to your fashion brand. Make sure you listen next week for the Fashion Rewired podcast with Brian Hill.